calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Missives from the World of Brass, Chapter 2, from the Diary of Vincent Law. The private diary. From the private diary of Vincent Law. Not intended for publication. At this time, October the 10th, 1886. Dearest diary, I again dip my pen, open your creamy vellum pages, and set forth my most secret and scandalous thoughts for my own pleasure when I am old and ruined by my many decadent pastimes. As that wicked Oscar Wilde says, the best part of keeping a diary is that you always have something sensational to read in the train. Since I am the proprietor of London's most notorious gambling club, no doubt my informal memoirs would be brilliant reading all the way from here to Istanbul especially if I decide to take the Grand Vizier up on his offer to visit this autumn. Well, what can I say? The fall of the Crime Minister has been the most significant event in the underworld's social calendar in simply ages, and moi, as well as every cunning cove in London, has been sent scrambling to recover our losses. The police have raided my beloved Blackfire Club, and who knows when I shall be able to reopen. It was even harder on poor Roger. It cut me deeply to have to give him up to the constabulary, but really, I had no choice. Vous ou moi? Moi, merci. Pity. Good majordomos are very hard to come by. For all the minister's big talk, it's obvious uniting our city's felons, ruffians, blodgers, and neddy men into one vast, efficient machine was doomed to fail. <laughs> Particularly once he decided to get involved in politics. And with that ridiculous Trent fellow of all people, I'd had him banned from the tables years ago, and if you can't trust a man to lose his money fairly... How on earth can you expect him to run a country? Perhaps a more forceful personality with an undeniable charisma, such as myself, could have done it. But if you will go conducting 
all your business in a dark room. What sort of impression do you think you'll make on your underlings? No, dress like a man of style if you want to command respect. And the violence? Good lord. I'm all for the occasional checkmate, but when you've engineered a criminal assault of hundreds of men on a private Mayfair residence and then end the whole affair by dropping a bomb out of a stolen airship, well, let's just say there are more subtle and nuanced ways of making your point. Oh, dearest diary, to have been a daring criminal of a century ago. The days of the body dancing clubs, the indiscreet bows club, the indescribably wicked hellfire club. To be a daring highwayman like Dick Turpin, or a confidence artist like the legendary Alexander Day. There was a man of cunning, talent, and above all, panache. Yet when you tell today's would-be larcenist how he swindled the celebrated Mrs. Scrimshaw out of the gold chain she had made for her squirrel, an endeavor involving two stooges, a coach and horse, a rented house at a fashionable address, and a resplendent wardrobe, they'll say... What did all that cost him? And you'll say, that's not the point. The point was that he had style. And they'll respond with some blather about cost efficiency, and you wonder why it's so very hard to get good criminal help these days. As you well know, my dear, Dearest diary, I was bored into a life of crime. My family was more respectable than rich, and both my aged peas expected me to be grateful for the mundane opportunities their reasonable fortune and modest connections would allow. A roost in a law office, perhaps, or God help us, a country curate. Yet what's the point of having money if you can't play with it? So... When I got my inheritance, that's what I did. Repeatedly. Occasionally to advantage. More often not. And then, one night, watching the last of it go skidding away from me at a high-stakes hand of French hazard at Crockford's, I asked myself, did I want to be a loser at life's gambling table, or did I want to own the table? The details of how I managed this is largely covered in my private diary, volumes 8 through 12, and makes scintillating reading. Today I have a fortune that beggars my family's paltry estate, all earned by simply providing the citizens of London with some innocent entertainment, as well as betraying a few friends, eliminating my enemies, and always keeping an eye on the side bet. Now, my dearest diary, comes my most shocking revelation. I am being stalked. Yes, like the sleek, powerful jaguar, I have become the obsession of a most 
unlikely hunter. When I tell you who it is, you shall scarcely believe it. Yet you know I shall never lie to you. I strive to be truthful in these pages. I occasionally may exaggerate some details, but here I am fully honest and deadly serious. The identity of my amatory huntress is Miss Gwendolyn Brass. The evidence is incontrovertible. The little minx simply can't keep her distance. <laughs> when we first met, she was adorned in a wig of blonde curls, affecting the form of a rural chatterbox intent on flirting with me. I had been told to expect this infiltration at the club's back rooms. But after I pushed her into the pit to the mercies of my mechanical bear, I felt there was some powerful attraction between us. That fiery flash in her eyes, that aggressive glare of determination. Oh, yes, there were sparks. Months later, she again crossed my path, but now masquerading as that theatrical devil Kensington Gore. When I confronted her with my splendid new sword cane, she seemed surprised, but also something else. Excitement, I believe, being so close to the irresistible object of her desire. I'm a little unsure, as that bounder Crawford hit me with a blackjack a moment later, but mark my words, she was thrilled I'd seen through her deception. Then, just today, as I was making my way to the Blackfire Club, I saw an unfamiliar dolly mop plying her wares on a nearby corner. Unfamiliar, that is, to a man not as discerning of the female form as myself. For despite some very convincing wardrobe and face smudging, I recognized both her gamine figure and the athletic energy of her practiced skirt flouncing. As I continued on my way, I could see her trailing me at a distance. The poor thing is clearly obsessed. It's an embarrassment for a criminal kingpin to have an amateur detective trailing after one like a moon calf. She's an attractive little doxy, and I wouldn't mind sporting with her. But it's bad for business to be associated with such people. I really should have her killed. That seems the most merciful thing to do. And now, dear diary, I must leave you. Word on the street is that a new crime boss has set up in town. A woman of 
commanding aspect known as the Angel of Blood. Is that not the most delectable nom de criminalité you've ever heard? Apparently, she is a formidable swordswoman and exquisite assassin. I simply must arrange an introduction. I believe I have some work for her. From the Private Diary of Vincent Law was performed by Tad Morgan, written by John Longenbar, with music composed by Bruce Monroe, and engineered by Catherine Grant Sutty. To listen to more of The Adventures of Brass, find us on iTunes, Drama Free, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please do consider posting a review. It is such a pleasure to hear from our listeners.